0: Welcome to Storytime with Gia Shree. Let's continue Wish Tree by Catherine Applegate. Chapter 18 Around 6 that evening, Sandy and Max returned. When the police knocked on the door of the greenhouse, Stefan's parents opened it and answered questions. They shook their heads, they shrugged. Then they shut their door and closed the curtains. When the police knocked on the door of the blue house, Summer's parents opened it and answered questions. They rubbed their eyes, they sighed. Then they too shut their door and closed the curtains. As Sandy and Max headed back to their cruiser, Sandy paused beneath me. I wonder if we should make a wish, she said. Might be our last chance. I'll tell you what I wish for, Max said. I wish I didn't have to investigate things like this. Sandy patted his shoulder. I wouldn't hold my breath on that one. As for me, I spent the evening hours reassuring the parents and offspring who called me their home. They weren't just worried about where they would have to move, of course. They were worried about me. I was worried about me, too. I didn't want to leave the world I loved so much. I wanted to meet next spring's owl nestlings. I wanted to praise the new maple sapling across the street when it blushed red at sunset. I wanted my roots to journey farther, my branches to reach higher. But that is how it is when you love life, and I could accept that if my time had come, it had come. After a life as fine as mine, who is I to complain? I was worried about the babies though about their parents scrambling to find new safe places to line their nests dig their burrows hide their winter stashes of acorns most of all i was worried about summer i don't know why perhaps it was because she reminded me so much of another little girl from another time long ago a little girl I'd managed to shelter successfully, Francesca's great-grandmother. Like I said, we go way back. Chapter 19 Long after midnight, Selma came to visit me. She wore a blue robe. Her dark, curly hair was pulled back in a loose ponytail. Her eyes held moonlight in them. She sat at the base of my trunk on her blanket, she didn't look at the carved word, or the splinter of the moon, or the blue and green houses. She just sat quietly and waited. It always took a while, but it happened. One by one, the babies ventured out to see her. Harold was first, flapping awkwardly down to the ground. The raccoon babies, you, you, and you, were next. Raccoon mothers are notoriously forgetful, so they don't bother with traditional names. The opossums, the skunks, they all came. Summer sat perfectly still. The baby circled her. Together they sat in the shimmer of moonlight and listened to my leaves rustle. Bongo settled on Summer's shoulder. Hello, she said in a crow version of Summer's voice. Hello, Summer said, echoing the echo. Bongo squawked, and Summer jumped a bit. Even Bongo's quietest call is a bit on the harsh side. Bongo flew up to my smallest hollow and poked her head inside, her tail feather still visible. With something shiny in her beak, she returned to the ground in front of Summer. Gently she placed a tiny silver key attached to a long faded red ribbon in summer's open hand it's beautiful summer whispered thank you bongo bent forward wings spread in a sort of bow it was in crow circles a sign of great affection i'd seen that key before bongo had inherited it from her mother crows live in extended families and they pass information across generations. It didn't surprise me that Bongo still had the key or that she decided to give it to Summer. In the sweet, calm, surrounded by everything I loved. Moonlight, air, grass, animals, earth, people. I wondered with the ping, how much longer I would be able to savor such moments. I wondered too if I'd done enough for the world I loved. It was something i asked myself before, but impending death had a way of focusing your attention. Sure, I provided plenty of shade, made oceans of oxygen for people to breathe, been a home to an endless parade of animals and insects. I'd done my job. A tree is, after all, just a tree. Like I told Bongo, we grow as we must grow, their seeds decided long ago. And yet, 216 rings, 864 seasons, and still, something was missing. My life had been so safe. Upstairs, a curtain in the greenhouse moved. Behind it, Stefan was just visible, watching us. I knew what he was thinking one of the advantages of being a good listener is that you learn a great deal about how the world works. In Stefan's eyes, in the way he'd look at summer that afternoon, I saw something I'd seen many times before. A wish. Thank you for listening. Bye until next episode.